0: Irene Gawkwa was last seen on February 24th on a video call with her parents, who live in Kenya. Irene was living in Gillette, Wyoming at the time. Irene's fiancé, Nathan Heitman, has been arrested for five felony charges related to money that he stole from Irene after her disappearance. The community of Gillette is asking for everyone's help in searching for Irene and reporting anything strange that they saw hey everybody and welcome to true crime paranormal with the psychic sisters this is katie weaver And I'm here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello.
1: Hey, everybody. How's it going? It's going so good. So good. Awesome. I've been down the true crime rabbit hole, you know, as we frequently are, and Mm. lots of weird shit happening, but, you know, that's just another day that ends in (laughs) why.
0: I know. I know. I'm trying to, and for, you know, right or wrong myself away from the mass shootings to other stuff for a little while but my god they just keep piling up i know there's I know. just so many of them right now but Ugh. yeah i'm with you there well i am just uh i am recording with puppies underfoot so if you hear some puppy business well that's why uh <laughs> they're just a part of my reality right now well but... they are and uh as like toddlers you know the minute you are not wanting to keep an eye on them is, or, you know, both eyes on them is definitely when they're going to start acting up. So, you know.
1: <laughs> are you going to have to mute yourself to yell at them like you did last night on the Psychic Hour? Because that <laughs> was pretty happens. awesome. Hang on. It i got to mute happens. myself so I can yell at my dogs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, it would be nice if the other dogs would babysit them a little better, but they don't. They watch them with absolute disgust on their faces, but they don't like... I was hoping Blue, our our older uh, Bassett Corgi mix, would be more of a like a, a nanny figure to them. She said she doesn't get paid enough for the shit. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet she did. <laughs> yep. That's... Poor Blue. Sounds yeah. Just right. Well, this is our Monday episode. So happy Monday, June is marching right along, isn't it? it certainly
1: is. Wow
0: yeah so Christy, you are gonna kick us off with a section a section a segment thank you <laughs> with a segment about uh racial injustice yes
1: you know, I'm just damn tired of hearing about cases of the BIPOC community not getting attention from the police and yeah. we're just going to keep talking about it until it gets better so probably we'll talk about it till we're dead but this is uh and I'm so sorry if I say this wrong Nizarea I think London Moore Nizarea was shot on her way home from her birthday party she was Aww. 12. She oh. was in the car with her family. This happened in Chicago. And someone just started shooting from the street and a bullet hit her in the head. She oh, my lived, God. She lived for three days and passed away. Oh. This happened three months ago. And you want to know how many arrests have been made? I'm going to go I, on zero. bet you can guess. Mm-hmm. Wow. The police say their detectives will be relentless in solving the crime, blah 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 bullshit that we mm-hmm. always hear. This was the murder of a 12-year-old beautiful little girl. Yeah. Coming home from her birthday party. And Wow. There are no leads. There's nothing. They've got nothing on this. Unreal. And it- Just makes me sick. Mm -hmm. And there has been some surveillance video. They couldn't find any um, witnesses so far. (sighs) Somebody knows what happened to this little girl. and You bet they do. Fucking speak up. So keep an eye out for this case. This is one of those cases where... Pressure needs to be put wherever we can. If you live in Chicago and you yeah. didn't even know about this, please go talk to somebody. Let yeah. your voice voice be heard oh, that you want something done
0: absolutely.
1: about uh Nazaria's death because it's just horrendous. And as always, the question in the back of my mind is if she was a white kid, would this be solved? Because we see it over and over and over again. You can't deny what we're seeing as truth, unfortunately. And so I just wanted to bring our attention to uh, Nazaria's death and to be aware of what's going on in Chicago around this case. And with that, I will kick the mic back to you for our main case. All righty. Well...
0: On that note, we are going to talk about a missing person today. The missing person is Irene Gawkwa. Irene was last seen in the area of Gillette, Wyoming. She has brown to black hair, brown eyes. She's around 5'1. I've seen different accounts on different posters 5'1 to 4'11 to 5'1, uh, 89 pounds. She's a oh tiny, tiny. Tiny God,
1: mm-hmm. so little,
0: oh! And she has been missing sometime. The last time family had contact with her was February twenty fourth, on a video call with her parents who are in Kenya. Okay. She has two brothers that live in Boise, Idaho, okay. and she moved to Boise several years ago to be closer to them. And then she met a guy on a dating website. And started dating him. And eventually they moved away. She actually told the brothers that she was moving to Arizona to go to nursing school. But that turned out to not be true. They were actually moving to Gillette, Wyoming. And her brothers say that they felt like that was a manipulation on the part of Nathan, the boyfriend. Mm -hmm. uh, That he was really working hard to uh, keep her... Away from her family and no from other boy. people and that, uh, you know, not being honest about where she was living was a part of that, that he, uh, was trying to continue to section her off from people oh, that cared about her. Lord, Though it does sound like she was going to nursing school in, uh, in Gillette.
1: Okay. So she was in school, just not what yeah. a terrible thing to be forced yeah. to lie to your family about where you live, like it's not even the same state. like yeah. So
0: sometime between those dates of July or of uh, February 24th into the first part of March, Christy's cats are accompanying us on the piano. Thank yes, you so much. Sandy is
1: giving us a little, um, you know, ominous music to go with this story. Yeah, it sounds ominous. Good job, Sandy. Mm-hmm. You know she's been practicing. Uh- <laughs> Always, usually in the middle of the night. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah. At any rate, so sometime between uh, February 24th and into March, uh, her family got very concerned because they typically heard from her mom and dad said they video chatted with her just about every other day and she was in contact with her brothers quite a bit too and Mm -hmm. suddenly nothing nothing nothing
1: who can see where this is going
0: yep so every day they check in. Uh, they have been in close contact with investigators. I will say it does appear that the Gillette police have been working hard on it. Um, I don't feel like this is one of those cases where nobody gave a shit. It, it doesn't seem to be that way.
1: So I'm glad Good. to hear that. I'm very glad to hear that. Mm-hmm. Because Gillette, Wyoming is not a very big place.
0: Yeah. So Irene was officially reported
1: missing on March 20th. And that's... Yeah. Nearly a month. A month after mm-hmm. her parents had heard from her for the last time. Mm-hmm. Ooh boy, that's concerning.
0: Yeah. So then the police announced that they had a lead on in the uh, end of April. They announced that they had a lead that uh, she may have been taken via a passenger car to a rural part of Campbell County. Campbell County is where Gillette is. Located in Wyoming, huge rural area. Yeah. That she may have been taken by passenger car to a rural area mine site or oil and gas location.
1: Oh, well, there are a lot of those in Wyoming. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And that's about where that ends that lead. Except for that, they have continued to ask the public that if they have seen any sign of a silver 55-gallon barrel anywhere rurally that they need them to let them know.
1: Oh, lord. Mhm. That is very bad news. Mhm. So they wow. know something they're not saying.
0: Yeah. So in the meantime, in doing a search of Irene's financials, they end up arresting the boyfriend. So I mean, or the fiance, I guess. Right. We'll call him that, I guess. Okay. The fiance's name is Nathan Heitman. And Nathan, he says that they came home from a restaurant one night and Irene just packed her stuff and left. You know,
1: as you. Oh, do. As all of these flighty women are just running away all the time.
0: Right. <gasps> just
1: packing up your shit and leaving and never speaking to anyone ever again. Also, Irene, honey, you can do way better than that idiot. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. This rule is something.
0: So on May 6th, there was an arrest warrant signed for him, and he was arrested on May 13th. Uh, He was initially charged with two counts of felony theft and two uh, counts of crimes against intellectual property and unlawful use of a credit card. So it's five felony charges. And basically what uh, they're saying is that after she disappeared... He made a slew of charges on her credit card. He withdrew a bunch of money from her bank account. He changed the password to her uh, her credit cards online. Her credit card statement.
1: Wait, does this sound a little like Brian Laundry to anyone else? Mm-hmm. Oh.
0: And he deleted her Gmail account.
1: Yeah. Shit.
0: And then he used the credit card all over town. Of course. He used her credit card to the tune of $3,200. Jeez. The first purchase he made on the credit card was for jeans, a shovel, and boots.
1: Oh, for God's sake.
0: All of which have been found in his
1: home. Mm hmm not criminal mastermind of the year here Mm -hmm. shouldn't be too hard to figure out what's happened to her oh my word
0: Mm -hmm. awful yeah so the two of the charges for uh were for changing the password excuse me and also uh deleting her email account He actually got charged with that. They're they're doing the thing that typically happens in cases like this. We're trying to hang you up on anything we can while we try to get the evidence together we need or hopefully find Irene so that Mm -hmm. we can charge you with all of it, you know.
1: Or wait him out enough that he finally fesses up. I mean, the pressure on somebody in a situation like that is strong, which is good. That's what needs to happen. But Mm -hmm. at least he's locked up. Yeah,
0: so he was in court last week and pled not guilty. It looks like I'm not completely sure. It looks like he has actually bailed out. Mm. They set the bail really low, really low. They were asking for like more than a hundred thousand dollars in bail, and he ended up getting uh ten thousand.
1: Well, they're pretty minor financial crimes. Mm-hmm. Um. They yeah. probably can't set the bail that high. Yeah. It sucks.
0: So here's what his attorney said. A guy named Stephen Titus. He told the press they could have easily charged him with a crime in the last two or three months, and they haven't. Essentially, law enforcement, I don't think, has the probable cause to charge Mr. Heitman with a crime related to anything dealing with the disappearance of Miss Gawqua. Well, that's probably true. But hold on to your hat there tight right it'll listen Stephen. tight ass. it's coming
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> how can you not i mean that is a very unfortunate name for an attorney but how can you not then refer to him until the end of time as tight ass like come on they're writing the jokes for us here
0: mm-hmm. well and the police are saying uh that he is not uh cooperating at all all he will tell them is that she came home from a restaurant loaded up two plastic bags full of clothes and said she was leaving Gillette and left in a dark-colored SUV.
1: And left her credit card and all the shit that he's got access to behind? Yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: A couple of questions that I have. Where's her phone?
1: Mm -hmm. Where is her phone?
0: Uh, Her phone hasn't been used since February 24th. We know that. Uh, But are they pinging her phone? i mean i actually feel have like, it?
1: like right where is it
0: where is it yeah yeah and the only place that any of her accounts have been accessed since she disappeared are to one ip address any Ooh. guesses who that belongs to
1: i i'm thinking this jackass boyfriend mm-hmm. she's yep. probably been paying the internet with her credit card while she's been missing too
0: Oh, probably. He has made something like 50 charges on her credit card. Oh, my
1: God. Mm -hmm.
0: The gall of that? Yeah. Like, oh, The fact that he was buying a shovel, boots, and pants at Walmart when she disappeared. uh, Yeah.
1: Way concerning.
0: That's terrifying. So here's what I think. I think that they really need to find that 55 gallon drum there's something to that obviously but i also think that we're waiting right now for more forensics to come back on the gloves the boots stuff like that i feel like they're just we're in that holding pattern the hard part is he has no ties to gillette there's no reason for him to stay there Mm -hmm. and i think that's concerning considering that I do believe that he's bailed out. According to locals uh, whose comments I read online, he has bailed out. So I feel like that is a big concern. I will say a couple of things that you guys uh, could note about this case. There is a Facebook page called Help Us Find Irene uh, that you can follow. There's also the locals are trying really hard. The local community is pissed about it. They are very frustrated. They're frustrated that, uh, you know, he's not cooperating. The answers aren't coming forth. Mm-hmm. There's a group of local ladies that have put signs like this all over town. Oh, good. And have been organizing searches and are really doing everything they can think of to not shut up about this, mm-hmm. you know, to keep the pressure on and to really, uh, you know, encourage Anyone who knows anything to please come forward, or if you come across anything to please come forward. So, that's where things stand right now. Her poor family is just ill. They are so upset. They're so scared, you know. And of course, her her parents are in Kenya. They are so far away. Her brothers Mm -hmm. have been in close contact and her folks with, with law enforcement. Then they are getting support uh, there, but there's just no freaking answers right now. And that really mm. sucks. Yeah, it is. You think about how tiny Irene is. So 89 little. pounds and five feet tall. Oh my gosh, that's terrifying. She is going to be easy to conceal. Yeah. Damn. Mm. Yeah. But also, yet again, we are dealing with somebody who just wanders away. No, She was in school, she was working, she has a family she cares about. Even if she was going to leave Nathan, which, uh, you know, good on you. Even right. if she was going to leave Nathan, she wouldn't have just bailed on her family like this.
1: Well, no, she would have called her brothers in Boise. I mean, come on.
0: Hell, she probably would have gone back to Boise. Right. Or to Kenya, for that matter. I mean, she certainly had connections in other places. Right. That's not what this is. No. So i wanted so to...
1: tired of hearing that bullshit. Like, women just are so flighty and just wander away all the time. And it turns out in Wyoming and Montana lay down and die of exposure all on their own pretty regularly, oh, right? too. What a bunch of horseshit.
0: Yeah. We just we cannot accept these answers. Not that oh. I think that's actually what's happening in this case, to be fair. I do feel like there really is, you know, good work happening. It sounds
1: like it, yeah. You
0: know. and, and you know, law enforcement is taking it seriously, so this is good. They should because uh, something serious has happened in their community and yeah. it has to be tracked down. So, well, and this
1: guy is dangerous, obviously. Obviously, he needs yeah. off the streets away from other people,
0: yeah, and off yes. dating sites, and you
1: know, not yeah. allowed to
0: do any more of this.
1: Show so his picture thing- again, do not swipe right on this. I don't know, I don't do Tinder, is it right? Don't Not swipe right, right on, on that. that.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't swipe on that at all, for no. sure. Because, mm-hmm. you know, no one fools like this. He probably is already online trying to talk to other women. Oh, of course he is. Ugh. The one thing I was oh, unable God. to find is any kind of criminal record for him or any uh, comments from the press about a criminal record. Mm. So that's something I'm still looking for and hopefully I can come up with uh, because I think he's not actually from Wyoming. They met in Boise. I don't know. Well, I'll keep looking. I would like to see what his criminal record looks like.
1: So right, yeah. If, if, if there is one, if there's some history there.
0: He's 38 years old. You know, and so it's to me. You know, if you do this, there's probably he's a got some record. other stuff. Yeah. yeah. So we'll keep looking for that. I wanted to open an investigation on this one so that we could keep an eye on it. Keep you guys abreast of what's going on with it and support Irene's family and their community in their search. So Definitely. that's where it is. I'm going to show you her poster one more time. And there you go. So obviously, if you have seen anything that seems strange in Wyoming, but also in Montana, I mean, uh, Gillette's not that far from Montana. The Montana border. Yeah. So, if you've seen anything weird anywhere, say something always. Yeah, all Something. something. Yeah, always, always, even if you're wrong, be wrong. There's nothing wrong with being wrong.
1: No, there's not. And we don't have nearly enough people in this world afraid to be wrong,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, that could potentially have protected someone or at least solved something.
0: Yeah, yep. So there you have it. So, Christy, I'm going to kick the mic back over to you for our final segment, which I believe is a crime update. Yep.
1: So there's been a lot of fallout from the Uvalde school shooting, as you can imagine, Mm -hmm. and some really sweet, wonderful things happening. And so I wanted to talk about one of those things. This is This is a Mary a Mary Joe Garza who was a first year girl scout. She was one of the first children shot in the Uvalde sh- school shooting. And they could tell from the phone in her hand that she was trying to call 911 when she was shot. So the Girl Scouts of America have awarded her the Bronze Cross, which is the highest honor you can get from the Girl Scouts. Hmm. And it is always given for heroism. And I just thought that was really sweet. The the Girl Scouts wanted her family to know that her heroism has not gone unnoticed. And that she tried to save herself and the people around her on that day and for that they are they have awarded her the bronze cross oh that we is so sweet thought that was very sweet absolutely it's horrible that we even have to do these things but it it makes me happy that there are people aware of what can you do for her family and this mm-hmm. is something you can do that will mean so much to her parents you know and just a way to memorialize her in a positive way you know, I just, I thought it was really beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. Agreed. I love that. Mm-hmm. How sweet. All righty. Well, there you have it. This is Monday. So we'll be back tomorrow, Tuesday with a brand new episode. And then of course, we'll be back Wednesday with a new episode, Wednesday night with case updates and Thursday night for the psychic hour. So this just kicks off a big week of true crime. We're all over it. So yes, thank are. you so much for being here be sure to like share follow you know all the stuff comment you know all the things that help uh, boost us we appreciate you very much thanks for being here this has been yet another production of true crime paranormal with the psychic sisters take care bye everybody